Good evening, Alpha Dads, and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Dad Hangout. Just do my little spiel while you all kind of get in here. Uh, so yeah, every Thursday, 7 p.m., you know where to be. Here we are exclusively live on the Alpha Dad Hangout in the Alpha Dad Elite community, where we get together, seek advice on some of the biggest challenges dads face with their fitness and health goals. Didn't know already, my name is Marek, certified personal trainer and online coach. And as always, thank you for joining us. So clearly this is the number one group on Facebook that gets alpha dads motivated to get strong, shed fat and be the men they are destined to be. So that's what we're all here for guys, to make it happen. But also just remember that this is your hangout as well. So if you've got any questions at all, you're always welcome to ask. And for a limited time as well, I'm going to be yeah, putting the Zoom link into the description. So if any of you are feeling brave enough, uh, then feel free to drop it in. Hopefully it will come up uh, with a little didding alert on my side. And yeah, I can let you in. Be good to see some of your faces. Uh, have a chat. Don't worry if you don't do it this week. I didn't really open the uh, advertise it this week, to be honest. So I will put some more weight behind that. But just been really busy, actually, uh, just planning the next lot of challenges for you guys. I know it's been a while since our last power pack challenge. Let's get rid of that. It's been a while since our last power pack challenge. So yeah, not got to make sure we've got to keep you guys motivated, keep the ball rolling and keep things interesting. So we're going to do something a little bit different on, uh, yeah, the next challenge. Um, still toying with the names a little bit. At the moment, I've got Reset the Deck. You know, obviously, we're going to do this quite a while. So this is going to be the uh, first one. Uh, but just looking more at the nutritional side of things, really. But I've done this challenge over three days with some of my clients, and they felt really energized after it. Some have even lost up to two pounds. So... I'm going to be dropping the details of that next week. I think you're really going to enjoy it. There is going to be a bit of a shopping list for you. Uh, so, yeah, be prepared for that one. Let me just get you up on my phone and we'll get ready to roll. As always, I've got like so many screens here. I don't even know where to look. Let's close that one. So let's do some honorable mentions, shall we? Let's see what's going on on the Alpha Dads Facebook group. As always, those that post to the group are generally the guys who stay motivated uh, the longest. So, hey, Anthony, thanks for tuning in. Danny's a new member. Hope you enjoyed it, mate. So, you put on the stone. Tell us about that. I wanted to hear the end of that story, to be honest. Uh, obviously, you seem to be doing everything right, but the weight keeps going up. So, uh, yeah, must be something there that you know we could work on to get make sure you're coming down onto the right path. So, either let us know or stick a post on the group. So, commiserations to Carl. Recently announced that obviously he's got a bit of a bruising on his foot. Avid Walker, Carl. So, as don't know if any of you guys know, when you do something you love and then all of a sudden it gets taken away from you, you know you have two choices: either you can sit and mope about, or you can find an alternative and do something that is gonna, you know, further bring you forward towards your goals albeit in a different way uh so carl yep yeah, perfect he's got this issue with his foot and now he's going to be doing his uh yeah core work just to work around it and that's really important you know don't let these stumbling blocks get in the way you know what I mean? if you if you like running and you do your ankle in don't just sit on your ass and do nothing do you know what i mean there's a lot of you got all these other limbs all these other body parts you can train you just need to get on with it really and find another way a way around it uh Good work with James. He started my Into the Wilderness Challenge on the Alpha X program. Good day one. Chicken Parmesan. Very nice. That's what I love about these, uh, the group, you know, uh, of one of the many things is that everyone posts their foods. And when people post their food, I stick a tag on the side saying Alpha Eats. So if ever you are uninspired by what to eat, just go to the right, click on the tag Alpha Eats, and you'll bring up all the tags of what other guys have posted, which is really good. I'll try and stay on top of that. But to be honest, there's so many, uh, it can be quite difficult. 
so good work, Andy Barris, with his lunch, counting the calories, I see. All good, all good. So yeah, good response to the uh, yeah Easter Reset Challenge. So I'm really looking forward to that. And if you haven't posted on that post, don't worry, I'm going to set up an event. So hopefully you'll just get an alert as to when it comes through. Lee Selby back on the running. Very good. Simon Lloyd, food. Good work, Paul Beal. Paul Beal finished up our 14-week uh, kicks, uh, 14 week, I wish, 14-day Kickstarter challenge. And yeah, just kind of the mobility exercises I gave him were really fundamental. And you see, he was, yeah, he left that be beaming, to be honest. I'm really happy for him and I wish him all the best. I haven't heard of him uh, from him in a while yet, so I'm going to need to, uh, yeah, see what he's doing. Oh, who's this guy? Mary Dowling. Oh, to show off. What's he doing? Just posting workouts. What's the point in that? Good work, and Paul West as well, showing his uh, physique change. Uh, so hopefully he can keep it going. Brian Ellis, yeah, good, James. Very good, very good. And Brian Ellis actually raised a good point here. You know, he's been on the Alpha X program with me uh, for a couple of months now. And he's, uh, yeah, he basically, yeah, had a bit of a, fell off the wagon, so he said, you know. Uh, and that's a problem, that's not an issue, really. As long as you're what I would like to go by is a 20-80-20 uh, rule. As long as you're good 80% of the time, you can have a 20 just to, you know, a little leeway on yourself. You shouldn't have to. You don't want to go through life being completely regimented, you know. The guys who do that 110%, you know. I know the media puts like a false perception that it's so easy to get these six-pack abs, you know. That's what everyone wants to go to. But realistically, the amount of dedication it takes to get that far, it really is, well, well, whether it's worth it to you is a different story, but the amount you have to go through. And there's a lot of background work when you see people go on stage and it gets to that performance level where they're completely shredded. They need to go through hell. I mean, I work in the gym. I've seen guys and you know who go through that stage. And before they go on stage, they're just so gaunt. They just look so weak just because they've kind of shriveled up really just to get that look. And as soon as they've had their stage, as soon as they've had their photos taken and they've had their performance, uh, that's it. It all just goes off the leeway. They're stuffing their faces and they're back on it. It's just not sustainable, really. So they, again, don't judge yourself by these guys who have got these shredded, you know, eight-pack abs. Uh, you know, it is a, a a long way to get there, and b it takes you know a lot, a lot of dedication. You know, it's almost like being a Buddhist monk. Really, you just need to uh, give it your life. So that being said, don't be afraid if you fall off the wagon. Cool. So cheers for that, Annie. I'll get back to that at the end, if that's all right. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll read it after I've done the live and, uh, yeah, I'll see what I can do to give you some advice. Not a problem. So the real reason we are here, chaps, is why you need to turn back the clock on your testosterone levels. Uh, so all about hormones. Uh, again, you know, obviously we're talking about cortisol and leptin, ghrelin, other hormones that affect your appetite and your sleep last week, and this time testosterone. And I was, you know, in the same boat as you guys, you know, about 10 years ago, going through my training regime, uh, not really knowing any of this stuff really about the internal workings of our body. You know, so what is testosterone? Well, at the moment, it's uh, the reason why my 16 year old has got his little uh, uh, tash. I forget. Well, I don't know what film it is. If you know the film, what it is, but there's that there's that meme that you always get with a guy. Uh, with the tash and he's got his little bum fluff on his thing and every time I pick him up I just see it and I go I try and attack him with the electric razor saying come on let's get rid of it and he's like no 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 I'm not having it I mean, and you know I'm keeping it on so I don't know what the kids are like at his school whether it's uh the cool thing to do to have this like pre-pubescent uh pre-pubescent post-pubescent facial hair uh, on his face but yeah he's loving it he's not getting rid of it so who knows he wants to be a big boy for college they'll probably ridicule him when he gets there but there you go 
But uh, yeah, obviously testosterone, a big regulator in terms of our hormones. Uh, and again, something that is initially linked to, you know, our sexual uh, reproductive um, organs and, our, you know, terms of, you know, what we do in terms of that, that regard from our, uh, sorry, I completely lost myself. Going all shy, talking about sex and stuff. Terrible, really. It's like I'm talking to my kid. Uh, but yeah, our sex drive is what I'm trying to say, linked to our sex drive. And yeah, just brings me back to another story with my son as well. I don't know if any of you guys have got teenage sons, but you know, it wasn't too long ago that I discovered porn on his phone for the first time, uh, looking up the old red tube on his mobile phone. Uh, and yeah, some of the stuff you get on there is like hideous, really, even as an adult. So the fact that our kids, you know, have access to this is, is yeah, really bad. He lives with his mum, so I can't take full responsibility. I did get a lock on his phone, so I was able to get on top of it when I realised it was happening. But yeah, any of you guys with teenage girls, is the porn thing an issue that you have to worry about with girls? You know, or is that just like a different kettle of fish? Is that where the difference between raising boys and girls, you know, is truly different? But I remember back in my day, our version of porn was grabbing a uh, look, going walking the dog in the park and seeing the page three girls. Uh, the newspapers just stuffed in bushes. I don't know if you ever had that in your neighborhood. It's like one of those things that has disappeared now. You don't get, I don't think they got rid of page three girls anyway, but you don't get newspapers in bushes along with white dog shit. You don't get white dog shit anymore, do you? I don't know whatever happened to that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was my first taste of porn, page three girls in the bush. Uh, and I, I kind of graduated from that. I remember, I'm just going to go into it now. Uh, I was in car parks, you have these big recycle bins where they put all the newspapers. And I remember as a teenager, like actually going in there and digging, getting my hand in, grabbing some, grab them out, you know, potluck, what I got. Uh, you know, you get your paper, you get your papers with all the page threes in, cut them out, put them in a, put them in a folder and just hid them in my room. Uh, and yeah, I remember my dad coming in once. I don't know what he did. He had four kids, so five kids. So we must have pissed him off or something. But he came in. He tore my poster down where the pictures were. He saw them and he just laughed. He just laughed. He was like, what's this? He almost like, he called this porn, only he didn't say that. And there I was crying in embarrassment, you know. So what, you know, what was your first porn experience, guys? Let us know. Let us know. We've all been there, down there, Mr. Patel's top shelf, you know. But, you know, times have changed now. More so than not. It's all completely digital. It's a completely different game. But anyway, that's a conversation to have with the kids. So... Testosterone. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. So besides our sexual uh, function and, you know, our sexual libido, one of the most important functions of testosterone is maintaining muscle mass and promoting bone strength. Uh, declines in testosterone as we go over the age of 30 are completely natural, but there's a lot of things we can do to make sure that we're going to keep a hold, keep a hold of it uh, for as long as possible. Also, our testosterone is linked with our muscle and bone loss. As I say all the time, when as we get over 30, it's like 30 is the magical age at which it all seems to fucking go wrong. Uh, as we go over 30, uh, we lose, you know, up to five to eight percent of our muscle mass every 10 years. And the decrease in testosterone is often linked to that as well. But especially being overweight, you know, uh, can lower your T. I'm going to call them T levels because if I say testosterone, the amount of times I need to through this, it's going to be, you know, a bit of a mouthful. Uh, so being overweight, especially can lower your T levels uh, and can, can limit the amount of muscle you actually put on, which means that you hang on to that weight for a little bit longer. And on average, overweight guys have about 30% lower testosterone levels than those who are normal weight. And the way they st you store weight when you're on lower testosterone uh, 
has an impact in terms of how quickly you can get rid of it as well. So a lot of big deals when it, you know, when it comes to having low testosterone, doesn't that only affect your mood, but also can, you know, reduce the quality of your sex drive. Uh, erections can be a bit of a problem, you know, in terms of getting it up, uh, reduce your bone density, as I said, reduce your muscle mass and strength, low energy, fatigue, and just feeling depressed. So a lot of these issues can come from just low T levels. So, you know, if any of these ring true, you know, obviously I've raised a couple there. It's quite a shy subject, you know, no guy's going to admit to having hard on problems, but you know, anything that comes with that, you know what I mean? Whether it's low energy, fatigue, just not feeling, you know, that, that alpha vigor that you should have, you know, drop a T in the comments down below. I've certainly felt it a lot of the time, especially when I was starting to get to grips with my own fitness and well-being. And some of those tips I'm going to share with you later today. So if you do find uh, that you're going to get value from this, then just drop us a T down below. But there is a problem, you know, in terms of, as with most things, a lot of the symptoms I raised can be linked to a lot of other, you know, unhealthy lifestyle problems. So I think one lesson we're going to learn from this exercise is just that maintaining that overall health, you know, get yourself to that level where you want to be before you start delving too deep you know what i mean because it could be that you don't have low testosterone problems it's just because you're excess weight or you're um, deficient in certain vitamins and minerals really but hopefully through the course of these lives you're slowly getting an idea of what you should or shouldn't be doing and yeah it will all come into some sort of hormonia harmonious <laughs> got hormones on the mind harmonious uh yeah harmonious sync to solution i think i just made up a word there but never mind uh, let's get some water in. So you can get uh, something called TRT. If you look at forums, it's called testosterone replacement therapy. Uh, but again, that's like a final call solution. That's uh, when you've ticked all the boxes. And you can actually, if you want to jump the gun and just say, you know, screw it, I want to know what I'm doing. You can get blood tests done. Uh, you know, they send you a pack out, you get your blood test done. It'll tell you what you're deficient in. So you don't have to guess. You don't have to second guess, you know, whether you're deficient in, you know, all these vitamins and minerals you're taking. You actually get like a clear response. Obviously, the DP go. I think the TRT ones on the on the uh, blah, 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 more expensive side. But, you know, it could be a hell of a, a hell of an investment, especially if you're like, you know, in your late 30s and you just want an accurate reading really as to where you are. So essentially you want to increase your T levels. Obviously we kind of said the negatives and the reverse is true as to why you want to increase them. You know, high T levels uh, lead to a healthy heart and uh, blood circulation through the body. Also more testosterone is responsible for increased muscle mass. So if you're doing exercise and weight training, having high T levels, it's actually going to kind of get you more muscular, which is in turn going to help you control your weight and boost your energy levels. Uh, also stronger bones, improved mood and better libido. You know, so the whole shebang with uh, T levels and it can be a hidden X factor really in terms of perhaps why people aren't seeing results because not their testosterone is quite low due to their lifestyle habits. But that's what we're going to yeah put a resolution on today. So cheers, Dan. Cheers, Dave. Thanks for tuning in. Give us a wave. We talked. We were talking about porn earlier. What was your first porn mag? Can't remember. Escort, I think, was a big one back in the day. Men only. Oh, it's, it's all coming back now. It's all coming back. Anyway, so first up, uh, I was going to separate foods uh, into separate ones, but I thought I'd consolidate them all together. But yeah, foods is a great way to uh, boost your testosterone. Uh, onion and garlic have been both aimed to have been both uh, identified to raise uh, testosterone. Uh, and pomegranates as well. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but pomegranates lowers uh, your cortisol levels and lower cortisol levels means higher testosterone levels. 
when your testosterone when your cortisol levels are high uh, your testosterone is low so you've got that balance there so pomegranates if you haven't done it you know get some pure juice inside you it's definitely one that has been studied and one that you know can affect and get your t levels up to well chip away and get them a little bit higher uh, as well as other foods we've got uh, fatty kinds of fish so salmon uh, mackerel which are rich in vitamin d and vitamin d as we said with the sleep is almost like the i don't want to say miracle vitamin but it's the one that you really need to be taking because it has such overriding effects on you know everything from you know t levels uh to strength gains and muscular you know recovery uh really a good one that you should just be having in your yeah in your supplements if you're not getting enough sun uh, but generally speaking where we are in england we don't get much sun anyway so it's better it's better yeah to have it uh yeah regardless so next up uh, again uh, from a vitamin perspective or mineral is magnesium uh so so the benefits of magnesium as with you know what we were saying earlier about uh last week it sinks in with sleep helps you sleep helps kind of maintain uh muscle mass and helps aid recovery uh you can get it from spinach uh almonds cashews butters uh butters peanuts uh just because although you can get a lot of your vitamins and minerals from foods sometimes it is quite hard to have that well-balanced diet so you just want to you know get a supplement inside you so magnesium and vitamin d are the way forward so beavers you probably not aren't going to want to hear this one guys especially coming up to the bank holiday but way to increase your tea levels is to reduce your drinking so yeah i know here we go so Apparently, it takes only five days of regular drinking for your tea levels to drop. Uh, alcohol may throw many parts of your body's hormone system out the window. And heavy drinkers have been known to have uh, reduced body hair uh, and higher levels of female hormone estrogen. So a lot of link, you know, links there with alcohol as well. But also drinking excessive amounts of alcohol is linked to an unhealthy lifestyle anyway, because your body is going to hang on to fat. When you drink alcohol, your body kind of burns that first as energy uh, so not only do you have that hungover feeling but you also are retaining the body fat that you also have um, also a good idea i don't know what your drinking habits are like but you know sometimes people say yeah, i only drink on the weekends but your weekends can be friday saturday you know two out of five days every week you know might be a bit excessive you know try trying to uh, separate it to maybe fortnightly or maybe even monthly as a monthly treat you know would be really beneficial Yes, Dan. Uh, yeah, vitamin D sublet's great. Yeah, we'll uh, let's have a quick look. While we're on the vitamin Ds. So vitamin Ds, these are from bulk. I'll hold them there. I don't know if you can see them. You want to look at the IU number, uh, which is 4,000 IU, which is a gen generous portion. Yeah, 2,000 IU from uh, Andy. Uh and to be honest, I can't, I can't recall. If you type in RDA, the recommended daily allowance for D3 is actually quite low. But because a lot of these recommended daily allowance are based on the NHS as like the bare minimum, they don't necessarily uh, take into account other people's lifestyles. So 2000 IU with uh, Anthony, uh, I don't know what the dosage is on that. Maybe it says two. But I've done a lot of shopping around uh, for vitamins. And I found on the whole... Uh, what bulk uh, tend to be the best. I did try my protein for vitamins. I mean, I've had it where I've had multiple tabs, up, you know, I've got all these tabs open, just kind of uh, 
uh, multiple tabs open, just going through the nutrition of all these uh, tablets from different sites. And I did found bulk uh, was the one to go for that. You got the you got the best bang uh, for your buck with vitamin D. No problem. Thanks for asking. Uh, so number three, how to boost your test T levels. Strength training, yes, it makes another appearance, uh, which is great. So just focusing on strength training with your workouts. Uh, cardio has its benefits, but it just doesn't boost your testosterone like strength training does. It doesn't tap into those muscular strength gains and increase your muscle mass, which as we know, increases your metabolism, it's gonna increase your uh, testosterone levels and basically kind of increase the amount of calories you're burning at rest. So if you're not doing your strength training, you know, if you are just an avid runner, I ask you, I beg of you, get some strength training in. It doesn't matter, it can be body weight stuff. You don't have to do anything. Just put yourself together a little circuit, press-ups, incline press-ups. Uh, if you're out running, get yourself on a little bar, do some pull-ups, get those muscles fired up because that is essentially what is going to take you, you know, into the next stages of your life. You know, running is so overrated, really. And people who just solely do that, they're missing out, you know what I mean? They're missing out on a lot. Uh, so get that strength uh, training inside you, whichever which way you can. Number four. So uh, again, a big topic. Again, and again, hopefully as you're listening to these lives, you, you get some repetition, so you, you tweak on it. And I, yes, get the resistant bands out. Good work, David, good work. Uh, so yeah, as, as you listen to these lives, you're coming across these familiar topics. And here's another one that keeps coming up, sleep and stress hygiene. Uh, so your body uh, turns up the testosterone when you fall asleep. That's when it hits its peak. That's why when you do strength training or even running, I'll throw that into there, but your body is recovering while you sleep. That's why it's so important. If you're busting your ass in the gym like every every day and you're not getting that sleep, you're, it's almost like you're getting diminishing returns. You know, someone going to the gym every day and having shit sleep, uh, you know, is the so, someone who is training just three times a week and getting good sleep is going to have better results because that sleep is so important. And so many studies have, have done that now, uh, have looked into that now. So yeah, your, your testosterone levels peak uh, when you start dreaming. So when you heat that, hit that deep sleep and uh, they stay there basically until you wake up. So as usual, you want to be aiming for about seven to eight hours every night. I have done just put together like a sleep hygiene sheet sheet sheet. Uh, so if you want a few more tips on sleep hygiene, just drop a sleep in the comments and I'll send you a link out to that. It's all building up to a bigger picture. I've got some exciting news coming probably after the uh, the next challenge, just about a bit of a membership site uh, for you guys where all of this information is going to be consolidated. Uh, but also, yeah, obviously sleep, you're minimizing your stress. And as we said uh, earlier tonight, if you're not, if you have high cortisol levels due to lack of sleep, that means your testosterone levels are going to be suppressed. So a stress-free environment is going to be really helpful, uh, just as a cornerstone into a healthy lifestyle, but also at reduce, uh, increasing those testosterone levels. I'm so used to uh, reducing cortisol. Uh, it's like, yes, in, reduce cortisol, increase T levels. Let's do it. Uh, also, uh, yeah, when you have high stress and high cortisol levels, uh, it plays havoc with your food intake, weight gain, and just storage of that harmful visceral fat around your organs. So having those high cortisol levels is never good. We want to keep this stress-free, very low, very chilled, uh, just so that your it doesn't have a negative impact on your T levels. Cheers, David. It is on your way. Well, not on your way. In a bit. I'll keep that in mind and I'll get it across to you. Okay, uh, what I love about these lives is that I do know, obviously, I'm not going to lie, I know everything about the whole fitness world because it's such a minefield out there. It can be, <laughs> yep, 
Yeah, sorry to say, Annie, seven to eight hours sleep. Although the quality of sleep is just as important. So, you know, there's, if you're getting seven, if someone's getting seven to eight hours sleep and the last three hours of that is they're rolling around in bed, then someone who's getting six hours, you know, deep sleep is optimal. But again, these are just general figures. It has been known that, you know, a small proportion of people can function, you know, quite well on shortened hours throughout the day, but, you know, potentially making it up for naps, you know, later on. It's all relative, uh, but you know yourself, you know, the consequences of being tired. So if you're feeling that though you are getting those consequences, then you know that perhaps sleep is something that you need to focus on. But as I was saying, yeah. So yeah, obviously I, the reason I love these lines, I usually spend about an hour or two just kind of uh, get stuck into a rabbit hole researching and just going through like all these different factors because there's so much information out there. Uh, but it, as with any uh, professional, you're always learning. You're always learning something new, sticking another string to your bow. And this is the new thing I learned. I think two weeks ago, it was collagen uh, proteins. I haven't really looked into that and I've actually got myself a bag uh, today. I'll show you actually. Got it here. So collagen protein that literally <laughs> that literally tells you nothing. <laughs> yeah, I can show you the little thing, but yeah, collagen is really helpful. It's actually derived from the ligaments and tissue, and really all the gross bits of animals. Uh, but really meant to be good for uh, connective tissue as well. So obviously, it's great to have your muscles built. You know, your proteins are getting into that. But collagen specifically kind of helps maintain uh, that ligament and joint health. So I'm going to give that a go and let you know. A lot of people put it in their coffee. I don't know if it's like a coffee substitute or something. But yeah, I'll feed back on that. But in my research on collagen, I realized that you can just make it yourself. You know, you just go down to the butchers, uh, get, get your bones, whether it be chicken bones, uh, cow any bones basically because that's where the collagen is in the bone marrow uh stick it in a uh i say crock pot american a slow cooker with some water salt and pepper and just let it boil for like 12 hours and then what you're left with is this congealed uh collagen which is basically like high protein really good for you uh and then you can cook with that i've heard a good recipe where you make rice so you make a collagen protein rice uh, so yeah, it looks very simple. So I'm going to do that. I've had my slow cook on top of my fridge for about a year and a half now. I've not used it. So I'm going to annoy the missus and uh, get some bone broth on the go uh, throughout the middle of the night. So we can wake up. I don't know what, the, what that's going to smell like in the morning, but I bet it ain't going to be pretty. Right then. So number five, the big one. Yeah. Sorry, Baz. Sorry, Baz. That's not good. That's not good. Four or five hours over 24 hour period. Yikes. But anyway, this one might help. This one might help you. Uh, so on my studies, as I was delving into the intraweb to find you guys the best content, I have come across Ash Ashwagandha. So if you've heard of Ashwagandha, give us a thumbs up. Say, yeah, hell yeah, let me know. But Ashwagandha is an ancient medicinal herb uh, that helps you maintain and manage stress. Uh, it's got a numerous other benefits for your body and brain, uh, can improve your brain function, lower your blood sugar and lower those all important cortisol levels. So reduce that stress and help you sleep. Uh, also manage anxiety and depression. And more importantly, what we're here for can increase your T levels. So ashwagandha is something I've come about. And I've done the research, I've gone to a lot of, uh, yeah, read a lot of studies and it looks pretty good to be honest. And I think I am again going to put that on my shopping list and give it a go. 
the problem is when you start putting too much stuff, shit on your shopping list, you don't know, you know, which if it's going to have an effect because you're just like, well, was that the collagen? Was that the ashwagandha? Was that the magnesium? Uh, so I might leave it a couple of days, uh, a couple of weeks rather before I dump into that. But ashwagandha, I'll just pull up a little study I did here. So basically over eight weeks, uh, they got 57 uh, young, uh, males in between 80 and 50. So 57 males, half were given ashwagandha and half were given a placebo effect. And they put them on a strength-based uh, uh, program for eight weeks. And after the eight weeks, they took some measurements. And the guys who didn't have ashwagandha were only bench pressing 26 kgs. And the guys who did take ashwagandha managed to get the one rep max up to 46. So you had 26 and 46. And the same was done on leg extension exercises. But the guys with the placebo had only 10 kgs on the leg extension and the ashwagandha up by 50%. Uh, yeah, uh, for 15 kgs. And also greater muscle size around the arms. Uh, ashwagandha guys, uh, gain, overall gained an extra three centimeters and on the arm and an extra one and a half on the chest. So studies are there, strengthening with your strength gains. Ashwagandha seems to be a good one to go for. So there we go, the big five. So just to recap, your foods, uh, onion, garlic, uh, vitamin D based foods, so your salmon, your tuna, your mackerel, magnesium, uh, so spinach, almonds, cashews, peanuts, all good. Just be careful with the nuts because they are quite high in calories. So I made that mistake many years ago. You're piling down the nuts thinking they're healthy foods and you realize you've just eaten about 600 calories, which is essentially a meal and a bit ridiculous. You're going to put the links to buy these. Ugh, don't know about that. I know you make, you make me work now. Uh, I'll give it a go. What did you, in particular, Baz, what were you after? The ashwagandha? Let me know. Let me know. I'll post a link. If any of you guys want links to any of the stuff I've said, uh, let me know in the comments and I will, yeah, drop a link if you request it. Uh, it'll probably be a bit a lot to go through everything uh, that I've mentioned. But yeah, magnesium. Uh, so yeah, reducing your drinking. Uh, again, that's only really plays havoc, you know, if you're regularly drinking uh, every weekend. So you might want to curtail that a little bit for the greater good. Uh, strength training, get that into your system, guys, as always, because the benefits are really going to uh, cement what you're going to be doing later on in life. Uh, stress and sleep hygiene. Uh, so again, some factors there. So Baz, what I'll do, I'll get you the PDF I've done. If you've looked into it, it might be stuff you've seen before, but I will look into that and let you know, uh, send you a link for that. And finally, yep, ashwagandha. Yeah, yeah, I believe, yeah, trust it, yeah, Baz, it is a tough one, ashwagandha. But yeah, I'll drop some links for that. The, uh, just so you know, the best place I've seen it is Holland and Barrett. Again, I've looked at reviews across. I've looked at dosage elements, etc. And Holland and Barrett seems the best one, but I'll drop a link in there for you. They've got an offer on at the moment, but we'll, uh, yeah, I'll let you know. Uh, and that's it, guys. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy that. Great to see some activity. It was really helpful when you ask questions and, uh, yeah, and put comments in. Although I might not get to your comments on the actual live. Uh, I'll definitely feedback when we're done and check it in. So yeah, another good episode. I'm enjoying that. So again, lots of stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we've got my challenge, which is yet to be named. That is going to look at giving you guys a chance to drop at least a couple of pounds over three days. And then I've got some big news coming in probably the week after the, 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 the Easter uh, about a great access portal that's going to have loads of great information for you guys.
So as always, be vocal on the group. If you've got any obstacles in your way, if you've got any bits that, you know, just little wins throughout the week, just post them on there because it's really cool uh, when you go onto the group, if you click on your name, it brings up a list, a timeline of all the stuff you've achieved. So good, bad, whatever, you know, that, that group essentially can be a timeline of your accomplishments. So keep plugging in there, guys, and keep it up. And on that note, cheers for joining us, guys. Dave, Baz, Anthony, who else we've got? Alex, if you're there, Dan, then that was it, really. So, yeah, I bid you a good night, guys, and I'll catch you next time. All the best, and go Alpha.